You're listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast with your host, Jacob Facing. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. This is our current series, Road to Regionals, and it is brought to you by PaleoWorks. PaleoWorks is a locally owned meal prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. Their goal is to make it easy for people to have the nutrition you need when you need it. They deliver a weekly menu of heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items for all you people that are macro counters, as well as a variety of side items that you can add to your order. Their meals feature local 100% grass-fed beef, all-natural and hormone-free range chicken, and even pork. They have pickup locations in Nashville, Murfreesboro, Mount Juliet, Lebanon, Spring Hill, Columbia, Lawrenceburg, and Clarksville to make it easy to pick up your prepared meals. And they deliver to many areas in Nashville for a nominal fee. PaleoWorks wants to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. Go check them out. Also, don't forget about the Barbell Voodoo private label. We can print anything. Whether it's custom t-shirts or gym shirts or even your personal stuff, we can also do way more than shirts, so give us a shot at anything that you have in your mind that you would like to get printed. And it can be anything from an item of 12 items all the way up to 10,000. Hey, Regionals is coming up in just a couple of weeks, and we are so excited. What you need to do before you go to Regionals, though, is to go pick up an issue, the latest issue of Nashville Fit Mag. And in there is a discount for Regionals, so bring that with you when you come to Regionals and come see us. Hey, Friday night at Regionals, by the way, at our booth, the Barbell Voodoo booth, there will be former Titan Kevin Dyson, who will be on hand signing autographs, so you will not want to miss that. Make sure you come by and say hi. I mean, maybe I'll even be there to sign a few autographs if you want that. (laughs) Just joking. Hey, on today's episode, we are sitting down with Adele Willis, one of our regional athletes. We cannot wait to cheer her on. Uh, She is in the middle of finishing up some school and preparing uh, for her course in life, but also she is still engaged in being an incredible athlete. Hopefully you've seen her across social media, and today she is with us on our podcast. I hope you enjoy it. And last but not least... Please, please, please hit that like button and subscribe to our podcast. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know of things that you might like to hear about. And also feel free to go on our YouTube page where we're going to be trying to put up more and more content. This podcast will be also over there, but also we're going to be trying to do some videos on the off weeks. So a lot of ways we can stay connected online, and I hope you're taking advantage of every single one of them. In the meantime, enjoy the podcast. Hey, this is Rich Froning. You're listening to Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Yeah, just, can I get some things on the table? I am going to poop myself. I'm actually having panic attack right now. I need a brown bag to breathe into. Uh, and a handful a of zannies. Yeah, man, your drug references are off the chain. All right, so welcome to another uh, Barbell Voodoo Podcast. We are sitting down with Adele Willis, uh, our... Uh, regional athlete here, and we're at CrossFit 615 in Nashville, Tennessee, um, who is awesome enough to open their doors and let us hang out here today. Um, So welcome to the podcast, Adele. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited to 
I don't know, maybe say some relatively intelligent sounding things, but... Yeah, I, I like that how you're really excited about being on here. Not nervous at all. Like, uh, you are... Yeah, you know, the, uh, the fact that I don't have a crippling fear of public speaking is, is going to make this super easy. <laughs> and just, yeah, I'm, I'm relaxed. I'm not having palpitations. Right now, I, don't, I think I'm like... Yeah, I'm mildly tachycardic, but we're, we're going to deal with it and do some... That's cr- do some belly breathing over here, <laughs> trying well, to get it together. I won't tell them about all the pills you keep taking along the way. So, um, anyway, so she has a medical background. If she says things that you're like, I don't even know what that drug is, then uh, she does, and it's okay. Um, it's used in the proper context. So, I thought we'd start out today uh, just talking about uh, you, shockingly, but I'd love to know kind of your story. Like, where did you grow up, and how did you get into this whole fitness thing? Because um, you're a really great exerciser. And so we'd love to know how you got there. You know, who knew that being good at exercising would become, like, such a valuable skill in life? So right. It's, it's like something a thing. that I really didn't think would, like, take me anywhere. But now, like, here I am doing yeah. this podcast because I can exercise fast. Who knew? Um, yeah. So <laughs> I grew up in West Virginia. And um, West Virginia is a state. We'll, we'll start with that because sometimes people ask me how close I am to Richmond. Different state. Mm. Um Hmm. I did gymnastics. Well, maybe they just really want to know how close you are to Richmond, though. Not close. Oh, okay. All right. Over across the state boundary, but that's not a few hours. There. Like, what? How, how close are you to Richmond? Four hours. <laughs> Why are you gonna be like that? Why is this okay? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, keep going. So, so um, I I did gymnastics. I think a lot of people probably know that if they've seen me um, work out ever. Uh, I think it shows because. I actually started CrossFitting while I still did gymnastics. So I think because okay. I kind of overlapped like that, mm-hmm. my some of my form and my technique looks a little bit more gymnastics-y, more, um, well, less CrossFit. And you know what? Less sloppy. Sorry, CrossFit. Yeah, I was going to say, so you're basically <laughs> saying you look way more graceful than everyone else doing gymnastic type well, movements. Well, your words. Your yeah. words. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so... Um, well, and you're, and you're a tiny human, so, I mean, that's got to help some, I too. I am two to three inches below the average height for a female. I'm not going to... I wouldn't go as far to say that I'm a tiny well, human. I'm it's all relative. Very when, close when to average. When you're 6'5", there's so a lot of tiny humans. So you are more abnormal based on average height than I am. Oh, just, yeah. Just it's throwing not just that out there. height, either. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm, I'm abnormal just, in a lot of ways, mentally. throwing that out there. Mentally, I'm abnormal. Well... Probably at a deficit. I can't, I can't diagnose you right now. This is not a clinic. I can't. I'll tell you all this medical a, training is fixing to pay off for you right yeah, here. And yeah, shoot. I'm going to... Straighten me out. All right. So yeah. you're, you're there. So, yeah. Like I said, I did gymnastics growing up. Um, I was lucky to be in a household that was really into fitness. Like, my parents both, you know, were big into extras. My mom was like... Did the classic mom tennis stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, my dad is really into mountain biking and okay. to this day I say he has like better cardiovascular fitness than I do he is, his like heart health is insane mm-hmm. he did a workout with me I think it was last summer where we did totally not my wheelhouse it was like rowing running wall balls assault bike and yeah. he uh, I think he beat me or we were like pretty close and that was mm-hmm. man I gotta run a little I mean, more if there's, he crushes the assault bike yeah so if there's interval training I mean mountain bikers should yeah, be prime yeah, for that because that's that all kind of mountain stuff, biking so. is yeah I was always into fitness so then I went to went to Clemson for college did gymnastics there and then my senior year is when I started started doing CrossFit and the crazy thing was like despite spending more time doing other training 
I really noticed an improvement in my gymnastics. And yeah. for gymnasts, you're better when you're young. Mm-hmm. So by the end of you know college, yeah, you know you're 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 past your prime. So I was not expecting to have one of my best years as a senior. Yeah. Like you're really going downhill. I was doing more like. So you're looking at the pasture they're fixing to put you out in. Right, exactly. And then all of a sudden, exactly. I was on my iceberg in. about to be sent away, like, yeah. you know. Um, but, yeah, I, I got a lot stronger, and it carried over really well into into my gymnastics. And then I ended up really liking, I won't say I like it more. I have, you know, I love them both for their own yeah. qualities, but I obviously got really hooked on CrossFit. And I also feel like I'm lucky because I never had that, like, slump between college sports to be like oh I, I need a competitive outlet I don't know what to do I'd already started doing CrossFit yeah you know in my senior year so I could jump straight into that and already having like an outlet once I graduated mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. got to stay fit there was never like a lapse in fitness so I just went straight into um straight into CrossFit and competed I guess my first first open was my senior year so it was like I was already two years into it yeah after I graduated so that's really great yeah we we're I was listening to a podcast this morning from CrossFit that um, was talking about, they were talking to one of their L1 trainers, and he was talking about how he might be teaching an L1 seminar and have, like, a professional athlete and, like, a grandmother mm-hmm. who's barely done CrossFit, and he says everything is just as applicable to each one of those as the other, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and I thought that was such an interesting thing that, that CrossFit carries over so well, no matter what sport you play, mm-hmm. It's going to make you better at it without doing sports-specific movements necessarily, you know? No, I think that's the really cool thing about CrossFit is its universal adaptability and the mm-hmm. fact that it, it makes you better across so many different domains that, I mean, things that I didn't even know I was getting better at, I've gotten better at. And yeah, yeah. I, I sometimes get a little flack from people around me for being, despite fit, not particularly athletic. So oh. there was a reason that I ended up in gymnastics and it's because I cannot throw or hit a ball to save my life. I oh, was, that's funny. If you toss something at me, I will swat it. I cannot yeah. catch. Hand-eye is just abysmal. Uh, this is the first time so, that I wish that this podcast was video. Oh, God. Because we no, would have to prove I would that swat right something. now. I can't catch. I just, and something, that would be awesome. There's this disconnect between when something like comes toward my face and my ability to like close my hands. It's just... it's. So wall balls? Not a thing? Oh god, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> wall balls are a really bad time. That's that's the that's the, the, the tough part. Oh, they're terrible. They're abs- I still frog jump. I I don't I don't I hold my breath the whole time. Wall <laughs> oh <my> balls. Gosh. <laughs> so to to illustrate this, that stupid open workout that had like fifty five of dumb things like deadlifting <laughs> and, and calorie rows and whatever. Yeah. The year that I guess it was just just last year, I was so slow on the wall balls and you know, all the all the awful things that mm-hmm. I did my handstand push-ups in a minute and a half and I still only had a minute to deadlift like that's how slow I was oh wow everywhere else like, yeah do some math there it took me a long time to get through the first three that's hilarious minute and a half on handstand push-ups and still only had a minute to deadlift really bad really that's bad. awesome yeah no. I love that I'm trying to get I, I'm trying to get better at them <laughs> It just doesn't happen as quickly as I would like, so. Well, sure, yeah. Yeah. You know, things, things don't change overnight. It's tough. So you graduate. You're still doing the CrossFit. What, yeah. what happens? Yeah. You're, you're uh, well, at Clemson, is that what you said? I graduated from Clemson. I moved to Morgantown, West Virginia, after that to. Oh, yeah. Work. That metropolis, man. Yeah. Okay, it's where WVU is. Some people might there. have heard of that. Like, number one party school, <laughs> like, a lot of years in a row. So, I don't so know. So defensive that's, about that's, your state, man. 
because I'm used to getting some flack for my state. So I gotta. Some, West Virginia's gotta have a defender. Apparently, that's me. So there you go. I moved to like, where it's not the Mount Mama. It's you. I'm not really sure what that even means. It's a reference to an old song. Some people will get it. Oh, keep going. Oh, did you just date yourself really bad? No, I dated you. But keep going. Oh. Keep going. <laughs> Either way, so I started doing CrossFit there, and it was actually kind of cool to then focus on just CrossFit and see how good I could be just doing that without, you know, bouncing back from gymnastics. I wasn't really super serious about it my first year, so mm-hmm. I guess I had one more open, and then the following, so I had one year after college that I just, you know, competed in the open. I was relatively close to regionals, and then the following year was my first year at regionals. So 2016 yeah. was when I went as an individual, and... I got demolished. It was also kind of a bad time. And you know why I got demolished? Why? Wall balls. Really? Yep. Oh. Yep. So it's still a little it's still a little bit of a bitter sting, but the enemy. Yeah, so I just kind of squiggled in. I didn't I didn't like I think I was in off of, you know, team people filtered out, so I made it that year. And it was fun. It was a good experience, but it was also like, man, I don't know if I was ready for that. Yeah. Like it was kind of overwhelming, you know, kind of intimidating, but I think that since then, and that's 2 years ago, I've tried to become a more well-rounded athlete and I've also worked on managing my nerves so I think nerves were really what got to me there I mean like I prefaced earlier I hate public speaking I get really anxious I get really anxious when I do CrossFit and even if it's just like a regular workout in training I get if it's like I know I should get this score I'll find myself getting anxious about it oh this is insane like it's just a training day just do the work so So it's self-imposed yeah, 100%. Anxiety kind of thing, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I just put this expectation of, like, I should finish at this time, and I should go this fast, and, you know, it's it's not acceptable if that doesn't happen. So something, learning how to just enjoy the training and to think of competition, it's still training, too. So whether I get the score yeah. I want, like, just do the work. and So that's something I think I'm a much more, like, level-headed athlete than I was two years ago. Two years ago, I walked out there and saw all these people warming up, and I'm like, they're so much better than me. Like, ah, you know, oh, wow. I don't belong yeah. here. And it's just, it was so, which immediately so starts defeating up. you. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I was so caught up in the environment that I had a hard time, like really even focusing on the training. So I think yeah. this year is going to be really different in that I've kind of, at the, at the risk of sounding a little cocky, I've spent the year kind of trying to convince myself, like I am a competitor. Like I am good enough to hang yeah. with these people. I 100% belong like, on the same floor as these people. Yeah, and so that's something that's been, like, really big with my training this year is don't be embarrassed about saying that you're good, and that's something that I've always been like, well, I'm good, but... Well, it's not not cockiness. It's trying to change mentally how you're preparing yourself, you know, in your mental focus, because, I mean, time and time again we talk about this across CrossFit is that the mental game is what the elite athletes are concentrating more on than anything. Yeah. And, and... If, if you want to be at that level, if you want to continue to be better, <clears throat> you have to surround yourself with people who are going to build you up without that negative talk. And, and that includes yourself. Oh, the biggest you know? the biggest influence on that is your own self-talk. And it's something yeah. that we don't think about. Like, it's so easy to look at a workout. And we all do this. Oh, this is not my wheelhouse. Or this is my wheelhouse. Yeah. Or this is, you know, I should get this score this time. Yeah. Or we're already putting ourselves, you know, in a deficit because we're deciding what the workout is before we even get into it and I used to be the worst of that of oh this isn't my workout or this is you know there's wall balls there see I even did it today Uh oh wall balls they demolished me obviously I'm still working on it but I think that that like I said mindset's really really big and looking at a workout and just deciding 
I'm going to own this workout today and trying to take that into training or like if it's a weight, I'm going to hit this workout. I'm, I'm going to hit this weight. I'm going to, I'm going to be able to complete it. And that's what I did like in the open this year with that squat clean. I haven't PR'd my squat clean in a very long time. And I decided that day, like I am going to stand up with that bar. Today's and you can day. see, you can see on my video, there's this moment of like, oh, this is not happening. This <laughs> is not happening. Oh, no. And I'm literally like, yes, this is happening. And I like, it's very slow, but I set it up because I just wasn't, I wasn't going to not stand up with yeah. that bar. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, did a podcast not long ago with uh, your sister, Sarah Willis. <laughs> um, not really. related. No relation. Um, she's over at CrossFit Wilco. Phenomenal. She she is someone, without sounding creepy, but I love to watch her lift because she's so methodical about it and her technique and her bar approach and everything she does. And we talked about that. And she was talking about how um, she's had to work so hard at her mental game, at, at her self-talk. Mm-hmm. And, and so how she approaches the bar is how she, she communicates with herself. She starts saying things about what's going to happen in oh, a positive yeah. way. And she says, you know, it's made all the difference of the world. And I was like, man, I got to learn that because mm-hmm. I'm more like, oh, that feels heavy and that so, looks heavy and I don't want to, you know. Yeah, that's actually something that I talk to our members about. And I always preface it with, okay, this is going to sound really corny, but I promise it works. Mm-hmm. If you're worried about that lift, I want you to picture yourself hitting it successfully before you do it. And the crazy thing is when you start picturing your lifts before you do them, you're going to watch yourself fail a few times. Yeah. And you're going to think, oh my God, brain, like why... Why are you assuming the worst before? It, it's so crazy, and it's something that wow. takes practice yeah. to see yourself. It's actually a carryover from gymnastics. Mm. So I didn't, I didn't really make the connection for the longest time, and then I remembered. You know what? Our coach used to tell us on meet weekends. We, you know, part of our homework was to watch our routines in our head x number of times before the meet. Like we had to watch ten bar routines and ten whatever before the before the meet. And okay. I realized, like, once I started adding that into CrossFit, started watching myself in my head do the list successfully or even like getting to like picturing like a really tough part in the workout and then like picturing yourself like powering through it before mm. you start the workout it sounds yeah. so corny and so insane but i'm telling you this stuff works it really oh, does yeah. it's, like, it's a game changer. i'm not saying i can go like picture myself <laughs> lift a car and then i'll do it but you know like <laughs> at, at a yeah. certain point where you're at your 90 percent and you're feeling a little sluggish you just go okay i'm gonna see myself do this lift i'm mm-hmm. gonna watch myself stand up with that bar and more often than not it works yeah and, and, you know, I think about my workouts and, and the same thing happens, like, especially if it's stuff like in my wheelhouse that I'm good at, you know, like today's workout, I was like, man, I'm going to kill it. Like I just walked in like yeah. knowing and I yeah. felt great and I, you know, like I've, I've had some injuries I've been nursing along the way and, uh, and I didn't wake up hurting, which was, it was a good thing It's always for me. a great morning when you wake up. Yeah. For me, it's, can I feel my fingers when I wake up? Cause I know it's older crap and my pinkies uh-huh. are always numb when I wake up, but yeah. today I woke up with a knot numb hand. So that was great. That was That's good awesome. Yeah, and, and it, yeah, so like the workout this morning totally did exactly what I thought I was going to do, except for the last round. Well, I broke and I didn't mean to, but my arms gave out. And there's also I'm adaptability, gonna, though, too. Athlete, that's so. that's the other side of the, yes, picture it and expect something, but yeah. know when you've got to adapt within a workout. What's funny is, I, so I work out at 5 a.m., first class of the morning, mm-hmm. and um, I feel good when I'm the winner of that morning <laughs> because I'm number one on the whiteboard. <laughs> Now, we don't have to Just talk about how long I stay there. <laughs> yeah, like... Only six. guy in the class. Number one, yes, It might no one change at six. It might change at, like, <laughs> nine or whatever, but... But for that moment, I was king, and it's just you know. There you go, and you know what? Little it's, wins. It's it, and that's what it takes. If that's for you, if that's the motivation to keep getting up, like I get that it's a pain in the ass to get up that early. Like oh, that I takes some it. serious dedication, yeah. 
and I like to be a morning workouter. Sometimes it depends on my rotation with my schedule, whether it's mm-hmm. feasible to be a morning workouter because I've had some had some early starts at hospitals on different rotations. But um, if, if that's your little little motivation, the thing that keeps you there early, then, then hold on to that. Nothing wrong with that. You know what my motivation is? It's not that. <laughs> you don't know what it is? You get to eat second breakfast? No. I do love breakfast. Though. Second breakfast is the best meal of the day, hands yeah. down. Second yeah. breakfast. No, I, I, I just love the people. Yeah. Like... I, I'm I'm a routine guy, and mm-hmm. so like whoever's in those invested time slots are like people that I look forward to seeing every day. Yeah. You know? And and so I wake up because I'm going to see those people, and we're going to have a great time, and we're going to work out, and we're going to joke around, and try to poke whoever's coaching and see if we can get them to blow up or whatever. You know, like yeah, and it's early, and, it's and the coach that, actually yes. wants to drop kick you. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't know what it's like to be on the other Sometimes side. Sometimes they that. do, and so yeah. you know, it's just it's just fun. But I, yeah, I. You know, I'm a people hog. Like, when I have my people, like, I just yeah. want to be with, with, with those people. That um, That's the beauty of CrossFit. Yeah. Is the community that it brings you and the support system. And I don't think I'd be in this place with, like, getting ready to go to regionals and all these things if there weren't. And, and like I said, so I'm working on, on my mental game, convincing mm-hmm. myself that I'm good enough. There were so many people along the way that said, you need to go individually. Like, you've got the ability. You can do this. Yeah. And I was like, ow, you're wrong. And now looking back man, I'm glad they said it because yeah. they at least planted the seed. Like Andy Hunt walking around out there with headphones on like a crazy person right now. <laughs> he planted the seed. It was right after the open last year. He was like, so individual next year. Yeah. Like, no, Andy, my life's too crazy. I don't have time for that. And <laughs> here we are. So here we are. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's cool. I love it. And so, all right. So how, how in the world do we get to, to Nashville and then you're in school mm-hmm. um, and, and doing, I don't even know how you do your schedule. Like going to school and you're a committed athlete, a you're coaching. I mean, like, and, and the, the where you're doing the hospital rotation or whatever is literally all over the United States. Mm-hmm. And, and so, how in the world do you do that? Like, yeah, um, I don't. I mean, sleep your a lot. mental game is already like <laughs> notches above most of us. I feel like well, if my, you're able to transition in between those. Yeah, it's. I won't say it's. There haven't been some meltdowns and a lot of stress along the way, <laughs> sure. but um, yeah. So I got into PA school here in Nashville. Obviously, I go to Trevecca, and that's what brought me here. Physician's what, assistant. Yeah, right? physician assistant yeah. at um, at Trevecca. So so speaking of drugs, year, she can write you a prescription. Yeah. Whatever. Hey, give me six months, and you know, <laughs> all the narcs you guys need to get you through it. So all no, the I scripts. Really, I really can't do that. That's illegal. But, yeah. But joke. but hit me up. JK. But seriously, here's my number. Yeah, so the first year wasn't as bad. The first year was what they call the didactic portion, so it's all classroom. So I had a much more regular schedule. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, so I knew what I was going to be doing. I had my mm-hmm. schedule for the semester. It was class. Now, it was class from like 8.30 to 5 most okay. days. Occasionally, we'd have some afternoons off. Occasionally, we had some other like weekend programs. But it's also, I mean, you live and breathe like your textbooks and yeah. studying and so there would be weeks I'd have three tests in one week. And so mm-hmm. that year, the first year for me was I really had to pass school. That was key. CrossFit really took a back seat last year. You know, I still trained. I still had a good year in the open. Like, I can't complain about a top 50 in the open. But yeah. for me, that was a step back. I put less time into it. Sure. A lot of times, because I was so busy, I knew I needed to exercise because I study better. I'm more productive as a human. Yeah. So I think making the time for that was actually kind of a lot of what got me through school, but I never, I couldn't get hung up on it. It was just go in, do some work, don't stress. And a lot of times what I would do if I knew I was on a major time crunch, and this is probably what most people do when they just come to a regular class, but I'd walk in, I was doing brute training at the time. Okay. I would just start a 75 minute clock 
and I would just chip through as much of it as I could. I would take minimal. I wouldn't really rest between pieces. I would move straight from one to another. Yeah. Um, 75 minutes, and that's all I got, and I had to leave. So I still managed to maintain a decent level of training. Um, I also rode a lot of, like, power hour, like, mashup workouts where your strength's okay. on a running clock, you know, three-minute rest, right into a Metcon three-minute rest, 10 minutes for accessory work, and then a uh-huh. finisher. You know, yeah. something like that. Those were always really effective. And I actually think they're great open training. Okay. Um, because you're doing Metcons fatigued. It's just mm-hmm. it's kind of a... a a modality that we don't train a whole lot when you're just in a traditional like strength and then metcon you never like metcon strength metcon again and you know it's just it kind of changed it up so that was that was what I did and there were also times when I just had to know like I have a test tomorrow like CrossFit will be there the next day but I've got to go home and study yeah and so yeah I spent some time I would go get on the stationary bike at the Trebecca gym sometimes like <laughs> it was not an ideal year for training yeah um, but I just you know just tried to keep tried to stay uh Tried to stay focused and just keep moving and know that the following year was still the end game. So, so you're doing you're doing brute. Are you are you doing are you following a different program now? Yeah, I bounce around. I need to get more consistent. That's one thing that I should, could probably improve my training. I did brute for a long time and I actually loved it. I think it made the biggest impact on making me more well rounded. I got to the point where because I was doing limited time because I could only work out for 75 minutes, sure. I didn't feel like I was getting what I paid for. Okay. Um, I think it's great. I think once I have like a job and income, I'll probably go back and do it again. Okay. But I bounce back to just like whatever's free slash whatever I can make up. Yeah. So I actually kind of just write my own stuff right now. Pull from Misfit, pull from Comptrain. Mean, obviously working. Yeah. Um, I do like to write workouts and I like to kind of plan out what I'm doing and I do know a little bit about the human body, so it kind of helps. You've learned um, a few things. I've learned. That's good. Just, I watched some YouTube videos. I, watched. Fitness. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's what I always tell people before I do a gymnastics. I'm like, oh, yeah, I watched a YouTube video about this. We're good. We got it. Um, yeah. So then this year, I started out on clinical rotations, which was a challenge of its own because I didn't know what gyms I was going to be going to. So my very first rotation, I started in Lawrenceburg. Um, okay. I didn't realize there was a CrossFit gym there. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Well, there, there's actually one, and then there's this gym that I ended up going to, which okay. is not a CrossFit gym. It was, but it was all CrossFit. It was insane. It was such a cool gym. They charged me $30 a month. Nice. It was these four guys that did CrossFit, and they just bought this gym as like a hobby, and they don't uh-huh. profit off of it, but they charge, they cap the membership at like 30 or 40 people. Uh-huh. Everybody pays $30 a month, and any money at the end, like any profit they'd make off of it, just goes back into upkeep. Yeah. So it's really just like their giant open gym that they. Uh-huh. It was great. That's so. They cool. had a bunch of assault bikes, like rig. It was it was a super nice gym. Yeah, and I don't know how I lucked into that, but. Wow. So I was there for a while. Then, I don't know where I went after that. Oh, then I was here. I was here in town. I had a rotation in Madison, which worked great. Okay. I could still coach at six one five because it's close. That was kind of an easier one. Then I went to West Virginia. I went and back in, uh, to my hometown. I did a surgery and trauma rotation, which was a lot of hours and wow. a lot of days in the hospital, like that at 5 a.m. So it was amazing. It was yeah. the most fun I had on our rotation yet. It was awesome. Taking like bullets out of people's mouths and legs. And, yeah. Lots of like abdominal surgeries, elbows deep and like a human. That was a great time. But the motivation after you like got in the hospital at five and you dealt with all this high stress stuff and then it's maybe six o'clock in the evening and you're like, I got to go to the gym now. Yeah, yeah. And it's also one of those perspective things like, man, I just saw those people dying and like, I need to go get excited to work out. It was yeah. just kind of a weird, I was in a yeah, weird, I was very emotionally drained. It was like a weird mindset sometimes to be like, does this, I've had some ups and downs on rotations with perspective and mindset of like, 
literally like people are dying and I'm like really worried about adding five pounds to my snatch. So that was kind of a weird emotional place. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, but it sounds insane. But I can see that. Yeah. It was kind of weird. And I guess I, what I would always come back to is like, well, life's short, be fit, you yeah. know, do the things that you love and be surrounded by people that love to do it too. And you know, there you go. And yeah, there were slumps. There were days I got in the gym and I just went through the motions because I was tired. Sure. Um, but for the most part, that's kind of been, you know, I've just bounced around location-wise and mm-hmm. it's worked out. My one hat, the one I had during the open, I was actually in Cookville, so I was at Mayhem through the open, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and totally random. I didn't plan that at all. School's just like, oh, you're going to Cookville in February. Like, little do they know. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good place to be that's in February. Can I get back so, there? That'd yeah. be great. That was a rotation, though. I worked really you long hours on that one. You need to drink some of that juice they got yeah, out there kinda, with those exercisers. Yeah, it was. That was a, a cool, cool timing how that worked out. So you're saying before we started that you're going to be in Florida mm-hmm. during the regional yeah. competition that you have to compete in in Nashville. Yeah. But you're in a place where they're having regionals. For not your region. <laughs> yeah, right. if we can weed through that really convoluted sentence that was probably yeah. a run-on. Yeah, so my lecture... T- my lecture oh, there are no run-ons uh, in speech. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, Go conversational pauses. Go yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, my next rotation's psych, and it's in West Palm, and it just so happens that Atlantic Regional is there, but I will be <laughs> flying back here. Does it happen at the same time? I don't know. I, that would be I feel like it's... Even crazier. I hope it's separate weekends because then I could go watch Atlantic. It's got to be. You think that I should would have checked the schedule, but yeah, I, I think it's got to be. But I just looked at when mine was. That's all I. That would I be can't keep track hilarious. of other people's schedules. Yeah, if it like was you're same. passing CrossFit people in the air. <laughs> well, I'm probably <laughs> seeing the freaking as I land in the airport, they're heading where I came from. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> A little ironic, but. Wow. Are you so you're looking forward to to regionals? I'm I'm getting there. So there's this. It's like I vacillate every minute between being really, really excited and so ready to take it on mm-hmm. to, like, actually shitting my pants and being really terrified. <laughs> yeah. And it's super fast, though. Like, within the, the time of this sentence, I'm, like, terrified again. That's so, great. Yeah. yeah. But I've really been loving training right now. I'm just trying to do a lot of weird stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can't leave that open-ended. Uh, yeah, <laughs> do a lot of weird stuff in my life. No, um, yeah. odd objects. So I'm, I'm looking at stuff I'm bad at. For me, it's power output and okay. endurance. Uh-huh. So if you put me on a rower for a long time and tell me to go somewhere, I'll probably just take a nap instead. Or yeah, I running. Mean, I always um, improve with naps. But. Sandbags last year, I am really bad at power output. If it's technical, I yeah. can make it work. So I'm basically not doing gymnastics and not cycling a barbell between now and then. Maybe a handful of times, but it's just like, why would I train? Yeah. You know, why study the whole book if you've always already memorized a couple chapters? You know? gotcha. So I'm really just hitting stuff that I know is a weakness and I know could pop up and throw people for a loop. Yeah. And I don't balls. think, yes, I'm doing a lot of wall balls. I'm doing a lot of wall ball imams. <laughs> oh man. I hope the microphone picked up all of that. tone. <laughs> yeah. It looks, it looks could kill. <laughs> it looks could kill. Yeah. No, I'm doing wall balls. I promise. I swear. I have a couple people in the gym that are like keeping me honest with wall balls. Like, Oh, yeah. hey, have you done any recently? Like, Oh yeah. And I, Refrain from punching them square in the face because yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, you ever just want to bow up and be like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll be working on that." Why don't you work on going to regionals? I give them a look like that. No, but I'm definitely going to say that next time. Why would you? Yeah, be like, "Yeah, you working on going to <laughs> regionals?" On being because better. <laughs> I did that. Yeah, no, I like that. That's a good yeah. line. I'm going to have Suck to steal it. that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know, I've been doing weird stuff. I flipped some tires, pulled some sleds. Um, <laughs> God, stop saying it like that. Yeah, I've been doing some weird stuff. I did some weird stuff. <laughs> Is that cool? 
Yikes. I'm really, I'm really wondering how people are going to interpret all, you never know. I mean, all the things that come out of my it's mouth. All, it's all up to whatever. Yeah. Depends what kind of mood people are in when they listen, really. Yeah, you know, that's true. It's all subject to personalities. Um, so you, you're somehow living this balanced life with priorities in various places. I mean, really, I mean, you got school. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you, you know, value one over the other. Obviously school's probably costing you a lot more, so you might want to focus there a little bit, but, uh, but yet you're, you're excelling in in both areas. Um, so if someone comes up to you and goes, man, how in the world do you do this? Like, do you have like principles that you've learned along the way that you go, well, you know, you got to, you got to focus on one step at a time. You got to, yeah. you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's all the cliches out there you can use, yeah. but, but I mean, first off, it's always a learning process and it's always adaptable. So I think learning that it's never set in stone and knowing when to give yourself a break is really important. So for me, a recognition of when I'm running myself into the ground mm. is something that I've learned and I've made that mistake before and just trained and trained and trained and not slept and tried to coach and babysit and do all these other things like before I started school just to to try to make ends meet and you do run yourself in the ground Mm -hmm. and your training's not productive and it doesn't work anymore or like when I was studying and I wanted to get up and go to the gym I knew I needed to sleep more than five hours to be to do well on a test so learning when I can't do that morning workout I need to skip it because I need to prioritize life like that that's big but for, for me what I would boil it down to is and one of my favorite questions to get, and I get it a lot when, or one of the favorite responses I get when I'm talking to a patient and we're talking about health and, okay, so what do you do for exercise? Oh, I just don't have time. Yeah. Everybody has time to exercise. Mm-hmm. Flat out. You're yeah. choosing not to. It is always a priority. What you do, what you fill your day with is a choice. Yeah. None of this, oh, well, I have to, oh, work this. No. If you don't think you can do the things that you need to do to be a healthy person, it's all a choice. Mm-hmm. You're never pinned down in a job. You're never f- pinned down in these things. And like It's always a choice. Everybody has an hour to exercise. And sometimes that means saying no to people and saying no to other things. And it almost it's always will mean saying no to, to other things, you know? I mean, yeah. It, yeah. As an, especially as you, you age and in life, I mean, like, life doesn't slow down. Yeah, you know, I mean, and so you know, I, I've written about it a lot of people releasing themselves to be able to, to care for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's That's it's a huge. big burden of people that yes. that go, well, you know, I'm investing in my kids. I'm trying to keep up with you know whatever. Something's gonna fall short, and oh, it's yeah. going to hurt everyone around. You need to take care. You know, if you're if you have a family and you're thinking like, well, I can't do this because my kids need X, Y, and Z. You know what your kids need to see is. A, a person that prioritizes their own health uh-huh. and sets the example by going out and exercising. Like your kids see that you get up mm-hmm. and go work out at 5 a.m. And you know what they're going to learn from that? Number one, the discipline to do that. And they're going to learn that you need to be dedicated to things in the yeah. long run to see results, that you don't get results overnight, mm-hmm. that it's all a process. And they're going to learn that it's important to exercise too. And that makes you healthier than anything else. It's, yeah. it's just priorities. It's making it a choice. Well, and it, it's... It's also, you know, like 30 years from now, like, do you want to be on the floor playing with your grandkids? You oh, know, I want my niece do, to work. Do you want to be I a, want bone health. I'm, yeah, yeah. Do you want to be a burden to your kids later? Or right? do you want to be somebody that allows them to live life because you're living life you're still? Healthy. Like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole reason I work out at 5 a.m. is because it, 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 it's a sacrifice for me to get less sleep that does not impact my family. Yeah. So that when I get home by you know, six fifteen, six thirty, 
I'm getting my your girls daddy, you're up. Devoted to them. You know, God, like yeah. I can take kids to school. I yeah. can do all the things. Um, but but I've they set, still see that example that you're setting. Both as a priority. They're learning yeah. dedication from you, and they're learning the importance of, of health and fitness. Oh yeah. And when they get older, bring them to classes with you. And there's there's always a way to make it work, mm-hmm. especially in CrossFit where so many gyms are. You know, a lot of it people are saying, "Oh, it's family. I don't have time." CrossFit gyms are so family friendly. Depending on where oh, yeah. you are, there's kids running around. There's moms pushing strollers. Like, mm-hmm. it, you can always make it work. And and then there's the other side of that of okay, I gotta know when I need a break. So mm-hmm. so that's that's, that's balance and that's priorities. It's you put the things that you need to get done on a daily basis in order, mm-hmm. and you rank those things, and that's how you fit it in. Yeah. And for me, I think that learning that. You know, the occasional break here or there, like, a lot of it was, you know, sometimes I have classmates that'll, like, go out on the weekends, and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I'll join them if it's a Friday and I manage to work out in the morning, join them for happy hour. I don't yeah. need to go out late night with them because I want to get up early Saturday and work out, but I can still go hang out, you know, for a little bit, get some normal human yeah. socialization that's Absolutely. not in the gym, yeah. and, and for me, that was balance. That was, okay, well, I still get to go see my friends, but... And that's important. No interest in going out late night, still get up early Saturday yeah. morning, and then, you know go about my day, get some studying in the next day. So Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't aren't willing to put forth the effort to get through the initial like where your friends give you a hard time. Oh yeah. You know Oh I get shit all the time. Yeah. Every good friend is gonna give you a hard time about skipping out, but eventually it gets to the point where they go, Man, that's awesome. I wish I could do that. Like I'm I'm a meal guy. I I can count the times the number of times people say, Oh, what's that? You pack your food like that every day? Or you have to go to the gym? Are you on some funny diet? Yeah. Yeah. People people say things like that because ultimately they're jealous because they haven't made the dedicated decisions that you mm-hmm. have to do that. That's why they well, say it with a tone. And it, that's it always why gets they, to that very blatantly them, because they, get, they, they start looking and they're like, dang, that looks really good. Like months mm-hmm. or later of you doing mm-hmm. it, you know, being like, around oh, that's that person. Weird. You're they're on like, some special diet. I'm yeah. just going to go get fast food. All like, of a sudden they're like, man, that looks really good. You're trying to make me feel bad about my habits, yeah. but I think you're the one that feels bad. Yeah, and that do. was, for me, that was a learning. I used to be embarrassed about, you know, bringing stuff and saying, no, uh, I can't because I have to go to the gym until I learned like, oh, maybe they're actually jealous of the habits that mm-hmm. I've cultivated and they would like to. And then all you can do with people like that is say, hey, you want to you wanna come to the gym with me sometime? Or yeah. you want to meal prep together sometime? And yeah, it's, maybe you'll get through to it's somebody. It's fantastic. I love when people switch, though, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I wish I was eating that. Mm-hmm. They're like, instead of this Big like, Mac that's going to give me awful indigestion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah see that Big Mac in a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> I made it, what, 30, 40 minutes without talking about poop? So that's... That's, that's a big that, accomplishment. Is that for a me. big deal? Oh yeah, I yeah. Mean, we could have talked about poop. It's I, actually because I spend yeah. right now. I'm on family medicine. I spend my days asking old men. And so, how are your bowels? Yeah, yeah. And that's let me exciting. tell you, they'll talk about it. They'll yeah. talk about it for a while. I've got no qualms. You I, a lot of detail. I'm the guy that accidentally keeps talking about it when people are really uncomfortable with it, and I don't pick up on it. Oh yeah, you just keep rolling. But to me, I'm just like, yeah. I mean, it's a thing. Like. <laughs> It's I mean, normal. Your poop it's tells a lot of good stories yeah. or bad stories, and it can tell your health. <laughs> it's one of the best indicators of overall health. Is and some days you go, I took too dumps? much magnesium today. I gotta back that off. Yeah, that'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's so many people on this podcast yeah, that just like, went. All right, unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like magnesium. What, is that? what does that do? Anyways, um, <clears throat> so. The Open, you're going to the regionals. Let's talk a bit. Like, So you're still coaching, you're still training. Um, you're saying that you you feel like you maybe have a, a unique perspective on coaching. Um, and so what, what does that mean? Like, 
Does everything need to be done on your hands, like in a handstand, gymnastics Everything. Way, so as soon like... as you walk in the door for a gymnastics clinic, you will be inverted. You'll be wearing a leotard. Now, I'm, I'm only slightly I kidding. I do leotard, like it when people... I do, I do encourage people to wear leotards to gymnastics clinics. But, um, yeah, so like I said, I overlapped my gymnastics and CrossFit training. I've held on to a lot of my more gymnastics-looking technique. And most of my experience coaching, or I guess I've probably coached about the same amount of time now. I've mm. coached CrossFit almost as long as I've coached gymnastics. But more of my education and um, my coaching experience comes from gymnastics. And I think CrossFit, in some ways this is great, in some ways this is not so great, just kind of says, oh, just just go for it. Just do it, and we'll clean it up later. Like, just get up on top of those rings. Just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Yeah, just, just see what happens. Maybe you'll die. Who really knows? We'll worry yeah. about that later. You know, kind of a sheet Insurance first. Insurance is paid. Go for it. Right. Sheet first, ask questions later. Um, gymnastics is very big on breaking down every piece into the smallest possible element, mm. doing that really boring element over and over and over yeah. until it's burned into your brain. And so that's something that I find myself repeating at gymnastics clinics is like muscle memory, muscle memory. Yeah. So if you can't do a perfect hollow hold, I don't want you even trying beat swings until... Mm. You can show me that perfect hollow hold on the floor. Mm-hmm. So learning everything from the most, the smallest building block, we can break it down to, and then once that solid foundation's but then build it up. You wouldn't wow. walk up yeah. to a 225 on the bar and try to snatch it when you can't snatch a PVC. So why do we have people that can't do a strict pull up deciding I'm going to butterfly or I'm going to uh-huh. learn a ring muscle? Sorry, not going to happen. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean and we're it's missing funny that when though. People, when yeah. people actually do come to a clinic mm-hmm. and because I do spend you know for a kipping clinic for kipping on the bar we spend a lot of time on the floor mm-hmm. and they're like oh this doesn't seem like it'll be productive a week later I finally got they're I'll have somebody quits, come up yeah. in class I got my kipping pulse for the first time and it was totally from the clinic I'm like yeah I, I, I'm not lying about this stuff if you That's learn awesome. the building blocks and you give it some time and you focus on those building blocks it's going to carry over yeah yeah so, it's, it's really, for me, I almost prefer coaching clinics and one-on-one sessions like that to just coaching a whole class because I get to see so much progress with people. Yeah. And people are so excited when they get a gymnastics like milestone, when they get to check that box. So I oh, love yeah. having a clinic with people and maybe they're a little frustrated and they think that they're going to come to the clinic and get something that day. And that doesn't uh-huh. all, you know, sometimes for people that have the, the prerequisite strength, sometimes that happens, but normally it's a couple weeks or maybe mm. a week later that someone, oh, someone will come up to me and they're just so excited because they just, you know, did a handstand push up or oh, did yeah. a bar muss up again. And I, I, yeah, I kind of, that is that. my next year, all gymnastics. Let's movements. do it. Let's do some sessions. Yeah. Let's get together. We should. I'm sure you have the time. <laughs> well, okay. Here's the other, the other caveat for my gymnastics clinics is, um, this comes from a gymnastics background. I don't really sugarcoat things. Yeah, you've done a great <laughs> job sugarcoating so far. I'm shocked at that. Yeah, I kind of tell it like it is. I don't really filter a whole lot. If your movement looks ugly, I will tell you it looks ugly. And Do you actually say, reason. you ugly? I normally say, please stop doing that. Or, why are you the way you are? <laughs> just stop. <laughs> please stop. just stop. Seriously, just, just, please just, stop. <laughs> yeah, so I have a bit of a reputation within the gym of... Maybe being the mean coach, but it's because I care. That's why yeah. I mean. Um, no, because I want things to be done right. I'm not going to tell you it looks great if it doesn't. So mm-hmm. then when I do tell you, big improvement, that really looks good, Yeah, you can believe me. It means something. Because I didn't say, oh my God, that was so good, but also like, please never do anything like that again. Yeah. No, if I say it was bad, it's because it was bad. And if I tell you you're really getting better, I see the improvement, then... It's just communication. Just being straight with people. Yeah. It's easier for people to understand and, you if you can I mean, communicate. If they cry a little bit, then like that's their problem. <laughs> 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 
Do you do you offer a crying pit at your seminars? Yeah, this a corner right here. Of, a couple boxes of tissues. Just, really, you, know, <laughs> you sit take, there. Bring and your you thick skin and your leotard. You have all your feels in that corner. Yeah. When you come yeah, out of that works. corner, and then we're back at it. Back to work. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's not exactly verbally abusive, but it definitely, it definitely. <laughs> I mean, I might have crossed the line before. Oh, okay. There's just there's All certain right. people that just sometimes I'm like, God, why are you the way that you are? Yeah. But they keep showing up, so. Do you feel that way right now, by any chance? Ah. Uh, okay, good. Moving right along. <laughs> and uh, so how often do you have your clinics? How often do you do this? Oh, it depends on whether I live here. Because um, I've had rotations where I've been away. Oh, yeah. So when I'm in town, I try to do them about every other weekend. Oh, um, wow. And then often? I'll, yeah. Yeah, wow. and so, well, at 615, they're actually free to members, which is great. So they can just, anybody that wants to come and do them, sometimes I'll have two people show up, sometimes I'll have 15. Okay. So it's just kind of whatever whatever happens. So actually, this Sunday, I'm doing sort of an accessory work clinic, um, mobility, dynamic stretching, that kind of stuff. Um, so how do people find out about that then? Well, they're on our Wattify. I guess I could start posting these on the real interwebs for the rest of the world to appreciate well i mean if you're inviting people in it might be good for them to know when they happen to advertise it yeah yeah it's a weird thing so remember when i talked about that list of priorities (laughs) (laughs) this is really low it's it's there it's always hanging out but just low enough that i'm like i'll post that later i'm actually terrible at social media which so makes should, me a bad, like, I don't know, a- sponsored athlete sometimes because it's just like... So should people just check into, like, CrossFit 615's website every now and then and see if there's information? Or <laughs> Email someone that knows my schedule. Yeah. Okay. No, um, call your I people. Will, no, this is... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move this up as a, as a priority. I'm going to be better about promoting my clinics, and I'll, I'll post them. I'll put them on the, like, CrossFitters of Middle Tennessee or one of those pages. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. I've been so meaning to do that. Those of you in Nashville or surrounding... Check out. Sometimes I do some stuff. I don't know when it is, but you should come. Yeah. Or maybe you'll post stuff it on might get your, weird. Who knows? your social medias as well. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. We're doing it. So where do, where do people find you on the, on the interwebs? I have an Instagrams. The Insta. I have an Instagrams. So that's what I use the most. That kind of stays pretty crossfitty. My Facebook is not so crossfitty. And your Insta is just at Adele, right? At, yes. There's a blue check mark. <laughs> I'm a big deal. I'm a big deal. <laughs> Couple million followers. Who knows? Yeah, it says I'm not from here, but that's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, I might be a heavy set British lady, but that's beside the point. <laughs> no, I do have. It's at Adele Willis One, right? Does it have a dot in it? Well, it's not my social media account, so I don't. I don't know. Do you? Do you need me to look this up right now? Fact check. Fact check. My cellular's on a charger far, far Going away. down right now. Oh, yeah. It is Adele Willis 1. Cool. Numero uno. So check that out. That's two L's and two mm-hmm. I's mm-hmm. and two E's. But one L and Adele, that's very confusing. That's Only confusing one state. S, one L, <laughs> one D, and one A, there. and one W. Yeah, that was that was a lot. Just for clarity, I'm sure I've they're made all this tracking. So clear right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you can't find her on Insta. All right, so check that out and see what's going on with I'll her. Start, yeah, I'll start promoting my stuff. Come, come, get verbally abused and maybe learn some gymnastics. Yeah, I mean, why would that not seem attractive to I everyone? I think that that's really enticing. I don't yeah. know who wouldn't want to spend their Sunday or Saturday. <laughs> Absolutely. Doing those so I've I saw a proof of the CrossFit six one five team Adele shirts that are going to be worn in regionals. I'm so excited. My name's on a t-shirt. How cool is that? I feel important. It's really cool. You are important. I'm excited about it. The the support I've gotten from here and also from Music City. I did a lot of my training um, throughout this like open season over at Music City too. Yeah. They're making a bunch of shirts. They're giving me a bunch of gear. So that's so awesome. 
I get to promote two gyms. It kind of it's kind of yeah. best of both worlds. So, yeah. Well, it, you know, it, it's so. I mean, you're you're the one percent of CrossFit. That sounds kind of eerie. That's awesome. It's still, it's like I said, this whole mindset thing's a work in progress. It's still, still hard for me to just sit here and be like, oh yeah, pretty good at this stuff. Yeah, but, I mean, you don't have to deflate it though. I mean, yeah. you know, no, I, I realize it's humbling and like it's this thing where you're like, it's a little awkward and like yeah. I, I get that, but at it the same is. time, like it, it's you've accomplished something, and and I know that in my own life, it's super important to celebrate when you can. Yeah. Because inevitably tomorrow or next week things are going to go to shit and all of a sudden like it's not going to celebrate but like man celebrate like that's a really good point that's awesome in crossfit too because we're sometimes bad about as soon as you hit that pr or check off that box you're immediately going to the next thing so for me like there really wasn't a time in between the open and getting my invite it Mm -hmm. just goes to oh well now now i train for regionals so i guess i maybe should have given myself some time just to be like oh like i did this you know and it, it is hard because the the, inv- the invite and video review process, it takes forever, and it's actually really stressful. Yeah. So people were, as soon as, you know, the leaderboards came out, people were congratulating me. And I'm like, thanks, but God, oh, you know, there's always mm-hmm. those little things. So, like, with my video this year, they asked for the handstand push-up, or the handstand walk and handstand push-up workout. Yeah, yeah. That was one I did at Mayhem. I did it on a Monday after having a very long work shift, after driving to Cookville that morning. Okay. So it was just kind of a, a weird day, and I did better on that workout. I was happy with it, but... I didn't take a measuring tape and show the five-minute increments on the ground. Like, okay. obviously, I measured my handstand situation. Yeah. But I remember the last time, the year that they were walking lunges, in the video, they said that you had to take a measuring tape on the floor and actually show it. Okay. Well, I had some somebody I didn't really know helping me film. And just in the heat of the moment, I just did the workout. And I was like, crap, we never measured the floor. Yeah. And I couldn't remember if that was part of the requirements or not. So uh, there's this in the back. I sent yeah, that video off in yeah. the back of my mind. I told you, I'm already pretty freaking anxious. So in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm going to get rejected because I didn't show the floor. Uh-huh. I was like, well, like, it's mayhem. The floor's taped out. Maybe right. they, you know, they're not going to put four and a half feet and try to get away with anything, yeah. you know? There is a bonus to being at the Mecca. Right. So I don't yeah. know if maybe that, you know, maybe they're not that strict, but I felt like this year they were going to be strict after the... Yeah. The, the looping incident of 2017. Well, and so, they've had some other videos yeah, so that I've I was seen just, that they've been I was kind just, of... Like, uh, I knew my video was fine. I knew my reps that. were good. But there's still that fear of, like, well, what if I popped out of frame for a second? And, yeah. you know, there's still Came that nervousness. Came back in different gym clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, like, six feet tall and male, yeah. dead looking in the bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So, I mean, I knew my video was fine, but there's still that, that nervousness. I think I reread the email where it said accepted, like, easily 20 times. Oh, of course. And I'm not yeah. OCD at all, but... Yeah. You know, I just had to be sure. I'm sure it wasn't, like, 17 times. It was probably like 25, okay. 26 and a half. That's exactly. Yeah, so like I said, it's hard to ever really stop because there's, the, and, you know, and then the invites take another week. So I guess I haven't really stopped to be like, oh, I'm going to regionals until yeah. right now. So yay. Yes. I'm excited. Now I'm excited. I am the 1%. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. it's so exciting. And, and I'm excited for you. And I, I've, I've barely gotten to know you. Um, but I'm pumped for you. And I'm super excited that... Um, I'll get to be there cheering for you. I won't have a cool CrossFit 615 shirt, but, you know, uh, you I will have... get one? We'll be rocking a barbell voodoo shirt. There's a, it's got a sleeve on it. I think barbell oh, yeah. voodoo's making these lovely shorts for Yeah, it should, but then what are the other athletes going to say? They're going to be super jelly. Hal will be like, well, why don't I have a shirt that says Hal? I was like, I don't know. 
I didn't, I didn't get off for 20 years. Be more like me. <laughs> you know? and, and that is, that's something that I haven't experienced in the other, you know, I've CrossFit in other places, but I've never been in a town that has such a big CrossFit community and has mm-hmm. so many great people like yeah. Barbell Voodoo and Paleo Works and mm-hmm. everybody at 615 and everybody at Music City, every gym. Like, there's just so much support in the community, and that's something I haven't had before. Yeah. And it's really cool. It kind of is surprising to see all the people, like, everybody come together and, and mm-hmm. you know. It's kind a of, super neat community. Yeah, here. and yeah. we're really into CrossFit in Nashville. I like it a lot. It's cool. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, you know, Barbo Voodoo's been great. Paleo Works has been absolutely amazing. I yeah. can't feed myself. That's one thing I don't I have time for. I don't have time. <laughs> Another statement. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, physically, I'm, I'm into weird to stuff eat. and I can't feed myself. Alrighty, well. Let's go to regionals. <laughs> take it out of context. I get that it sounds a little questionable, but. <laughs> Context is everything, people. It does. It does. Yikes. So, so paleo works keeps you fed. They do. They're good people. That's good. They're very good people. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Well, fantastic. Anything else we need to know? What, what about moving forward to regionals? Anything, anything you're concentrating on? Anything you're going to check off the list before you get there? I don't know. I'm trying to not get hurt. That's that's the yeah. the next fear in the back of my mind. I've got some yeah, go hard. nagging shoulder stuff. But mm. the good thing is the stuff that involves a lot of shoulders is stuff that I'm not really focusing on, like gymnastics and stretching. Oh, yeah. So... You don't need a functioning shoulder to ride an assault bike or yeah. get on a rower. So fun. Theoretically. Yay, running. Uh. Yeah. Well, well, have fun with that. Man, we're, <laughs> we're super, super proud of you. I'm super excited. Appreciate and it. can't wait to see um, and cheer you on. Um, we expect nothing but, but your best, and that's what you're going to give, and it's going to be great. We'll see what yeah, happens, right? Thanks for letting me Positive talk about fans. weird stuff for about however long we've been here. Yeah. No, it's, it's great. And... Uh, all right, well, let's go hit some wall balls before we leave. All right, see you later. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> we out. All right, thanks again for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Hey, remember, next week we have another regionals episode coming out. So I hope you enjoy it, and don't forget to go ahead and subscribe. We'll see you next time. <laughs>